Chinnakāṅśatathākṛṣṇa punnasravanakīrtana riddhantastravadrāṇi vidhūnati suhitsatā. Krishna, this sound, transcendental sound, uh, Krishna means the highest pleasure. Highest place. Everyone, every living being is seeking after pleasure. But he does not know how to seek pleasure. Therefore, in this material conception of life, we are being frustrated in every step for satisfying our pleasure. Because we have no information from which platform we can have pleasure. That we are discussing for the last few weeks, that we are not this body, we are consciousness. Not exactly consciousness. Consciousness is the symptom of my real identity. I am pure soul. I am merged within this material body and the modern material science, they have no stress of it. Therefore, uh, they are sometimes misled about this understanding of the spirit soul. But the spirit soul is a fact, and everyone can understand by the presence of consciousness. Any child can understand. The consciousness is the symptom of the spirit soul. So the whole process, now we are trying from the Bhagavad-gītā, is to bring one to get him on the platform of consciousness. And if we act from the platform of consciousness, then we may not be pushed again into the platform of this bodily conception. And if we can continue that uh, platform, if we continue to act on that platform of consciousness, then at the end of this body, not even at the end of this body, even in the presence of this body, we shall be free. We shall be free from material contamination. Our spiritual life will be revived, and the result will be that in our next life, next life, after leaving this body, we shall have a full spiritual life, uh, eternal. Spirit is described, we have already discussed all those points, that uh, the spirit is eternal. Na hannate hannamane sarire. Even after the destruction of this body, the consciousness is not destroyed. That continues. Rather, consciousness transferred to another type of body makes me again alive to the material conception of life. Uh, that is also described in the Bhagavad-gītā. Jaṅga-jaṅga-bāpi-smaraṇḍo-ke-tvajat-tante-kaleva. At the time of death, if our consciousness is pure, then it is sure that next life is not material, next life is pure spiritual life. But if our consciousness is not pure 
at the point of the verge of death, just leaving this body, uh, then we have to take again this material body. Uh, that is the process going on by nature's law. Uh, uh, we have got our uh, finer body. This is gross body. The body which you are seeing, which I am seeing, this is gross, gross body. Uh, just like shirt and coat. Uh, within your coat there is shirt, and within your shirt there is a body. Similarly, the pure soul is covered by shirt and coat. The shirt is mind, intelligence, and false ego. Mind, intelligence, and false ego. False ego means that the wrong conception that I am matter, I am something product of this material world. This wrong conception makes me localized. Just like because I have taken my birth in America, therefore I think myself American. Because I have taken my birth in India, therefore I think myself as India. But as pure soul, I am neither Indian nor American. I am pure soul. Because this is designation. This American or Indian or German or Englishman or cats and dogs and this and that, black and white, all these are designations. Spiritual consciousness means to become free from all these designations. So that freedom is achieved when we are in constantly touch with the Supreme Spirit, Krishna. That Supreme Spirit is Krishna. So, this assembly, which are trying to conduct, is uh, just to keep in touch constantly with Krishna. Uh, Krishna, Krishna can be in constantly uh, companion with us because. He is omnipotent. God is omnipotent. Therefore, He can be exactly in touch with us by His words. His words and He are not different. That is omnipotency. Omnipotency means in everything relating to Krishna has the same potency. Just like here in this material world, if you want water, you are thirsty. If you want water, then this water simply calling, simply saying repeatedly, water, 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 will not satisfy your thirst. Because this word has not the same potency as water itself. You require the water as it is, then your thirst will be satisfied. But in the transcendental, in the absolute world, there is no such difference. Ah, Krishna and Krishna's name and Krishna's words and Krishna's qualities, Krishna's pastimes, Everything is Krishna. Somebody, some people argues that Arjun was talking with Krishna. So Krishna was present before him, whereas my case, Krishna is not present. 
So how I can get direction? That is not the fact. Krishna is present by His words, this Bhagavad-gītā. Krishna, therefore, the system is, of course, here we don't find such facility, but in India, when we speak on the Bhagavad-gītā or on Śrīmad-bhāgavatam, we worship regularly with flower, with uh, other paraphernalia required for worshiping, you see. And in the Sikh religion, they also, they have no uh, deity, form of the deity, but they worship the book, Granthasāma. Uh, perhaps some of you who are acquainted with uh, the Sikh communities, they, they worship this Grantha. Similarly, the Mahavadans also, they worship the Qur'an. And similarly, in your Christian also, you worship Bible. So it is a fact that Lord Jesus Christ is present by His words, Bible. Similarly, Krishna is present by His word. These personalities, either God or Son of God, who come from the transcendental world, they keep their transcendental identity without being contaminated by this material world. That is their omnipotence. We, we, we are practiced to say the God is omnipotent. Now this is His omnipotency. Omnipotency means that He is not different from His name, from His quality, from His pastime, from His instruction, everything. Therefore, the discussion on uh, Bhagavad-gītā is uh, as good as you are discussing certainly with Krishna. Uh, and not only that, Krishna is seated in your heart, in my heart also. Ishara-sadabhūtāna. God is situated in everyone's heart. God is not away from us. He is friendly. He is so friendly that in my repeated change of birth He is with us. He is trying to see when we shall turn to Him. Rather He is canvassing. He is canvassing. He is so kind that we may forget Him, but He has not forgotten us. He is with us. Just like the father never can forget the son, however the son may forget the father. That is natural. Similarly, God is the original father of everything, everybody, all living entities. We may have different bodies. That is our short coat. It has nothing to do with our real identity. Our real identity is pure soul. That pure soul is the part and parcel of the Supreme Lord. Mami Mangsu Jiva Bhuta. You'll find in Bhagavad And that part and parcel of the Supreme Lord is encased in this material body. And you will find in Bhagavad-gītā that the Lord is saying, sarva-bhūtīśu kauntiya sambhamanti mūrtayoja tāsāṁ mahajjani brahma aham bīja-padapitā. My dear Arjun, whatever forms of life you are seeing. There are 
had 84 lakh species of life. Uh, that means 8 million and 400 thousands of different varieties of life. Not one, two, three, or one thousand, three thousand, no. Uh, we have not seen. Uh, even the uh, biologists or the anthropologists, uh, they cannot calculate. But from uh, authoritative revealed scripture, we get this information that there are eight. Eight million four hundred thousands of species of life, of which human being they are divided into four hundred thousand species of life, and eighty million eight million there are other species of life. But Krishna, the supreme Lord, claims that all of them, never mind. Either he is bird or beast or man or a snake or whatever he god, a semi-god, demigod, anything, whatever. There are different forms. But apart from the forms, real identity is that all of them, they are my sons. I am actually Bijapada Pita, seed-giving father. Just like this. Father gives the seed, and the mother receives the seed, and the body is formed according to the mother's body. And when the body is um, completely formed, it comes out, uh, either from cats, either from dog, either from man, or anything. That is the process of generation. The father gives the seed, and it takes emulsified two kinds of secretion within the womb of the mother, and in the first night the body is formed like a pea, then gradually it develops. There are certain holes, the nine holes, they first of all come out. Nine holes, we have got nine holes, two eyes, one mouth, two ears, and penis, and so many things. So when they are fully developed, they come out. And according to their last karma or action, they get this body and enjoy or suffer. That is the process of birth and death. It is going. And after finishing this life, again dies, again enters into the womb of the mother, again gets another type of body, again comes out. This is going on. This is going on. So we should be and very much intelligent that how long we shall continue this repetition of birth and death and change of body. Any intelligent man. That is the prerogative of the human form of life. That is the prerogative. He can stop this process repetition of birth and death, he can get his real, actual, spiritual form again and be blissful, full knowledge and eternal life. That is the whole process. So we should not miss this. And the whole thing begins just what we have begun now. Now, this uh, chanting and hearing, uh, I wanted to point out that this chanting and hearing is as good as uh, actual association of Krishna. That is stated in the Bhagavad that Srinatang Sakatang Krishna Punna Savana Kirtana. Uh, this, this process is called kīrtana. Uh, even one does not understand the language, he still, by hearing only, he acquires some piety. Uh, his, his assets become pious life. Even he does not understand. It is such power. 
तो सिन्नतांग सदता कृष्ण कृष्ण कथा मीन्स टॉपिक्स इन इन द मैटर ऑफ कृष्ण द टॉपिक्स इन द मैटर ऑफ कृष्ण देर आर टू टू काइंड ऑफ टॉपिक्स वन टॉपिक इज दिस भगवदगीता it is spoken by krishna it is spoken by krishna and another krishna katha i mean the topics about krishna is this simad bhagavatam that is spoken about krishna so there are two types of krishna katha and both of them are equally potent because and it is connected with krishna now in the bhagavad gita uh, we find that the bhagavad gita is spoken uh, in the battlefield of kurukshetra now what we have to do with the battlefield we have nothing to do with battlefield we are here to uh, have some knowledge in the spiritual atmosphere and why should we bother about the battlefield no because in the battlefield the whole battlefield has become krishnaized as krishnaized uh, just like if there electric charges uh, if electric current is in some matter the whole thing becomes surcharged with electricity similarly when krishna is interested in some matter then the whole thing becomes krishnaized otherwise there was no need of discussing the battlefield of kurukshetra so that is the omnipotence now this omnipotency is described in simad bhagavatam sinnatang sagatha krishna punnasavana kirtana riddantasta avadrani vidhunoti suhit satam now simply by hearing the krishna katha that means krishna katha means this krishna katha there are many all the vedic literatures they are full of krishna katha and all the vedas means that is also krishna katha any scripture and veda that may appear apparently different but they are meant for krishna katha krishna katha because you find in the bhagavad gita the vedaista sarvai ahameva vedam the whole topics they are meant for krishna katha you will excuse me um for my nature i said so krishna katha sinnatang krishna katha if you kindly simply hear about this krishna katha topics on krishna then what will be the result uh, because it is pure transcendental vibration the result will be sinnatang sakatha krishna punnasamana kit riddantastha avadrani we have accumulated many inauspicious things within our heart due to our material contamination for many many births many many births not only this birth but many many last birth so when we surcharge our heart with the krishna katha then the result will be sinnatang sagata krishna punnasmana riddantastha riddantas means the contaminations which we have accumulated within our heart 
that will be washed off. That will be washed off. So that your heart will be cleansed of all rubbish things. And as soon as all rubbish things are cleared up, then we are situated in pure consciousness. Because it is very difficult to understand, to eradicate oneself from all the designation. Suppose I am Indian. Is it very easy? Is it not very easy to take it for granted immediately that I am not Indian? I am pure soul. Similarly, anyone to not identify with this bodily designation, it is not very easy task. But still, if we go on hearing the Krishna katha as we have begun here, it will be very easy. It will be very easy. You make an experiment. You make an experiment how easily you shall be able to get yourself free from all these designations. And as soon as we are free from the designation, now what what are the freedom? What are the signs of freedom? The signs of freedom, sinnatāṁ sakatā krishna punna sapana kītana riddhanta sabadrāṇi vidhūnati śrītsatāṁ nashtaprāyeshu avadreshu nashtaprāyeshu avadreshu nittaṁ bhāgavata śrīvaya. Bhakti bhagavati, bhakti bhagavati nashtaki bhavati nashtaki. As soon as not cent percent clearance, it is not possible to clear our, I mean, the rubbish things within our mind. All of a sudden, or very soon, all things and even some percentage of the rubbish are cleared off. Then at once it happens that our the influence of the material nature. Becomes slackened. Tato-rajastamo-bhāvā-kāmulo-bhā-dhyaśca-je-ceta-etai-rana-vidhyā-sthita-satya-prasīdhati. And the material nature is working in three modes. Goodness, passion and ignorance. Now, ignorance is hopeless life. Passion is too much materialistic. Passion means one who is influenced by the modes of passion, he wants, he wants this false enjoyment. Although, because he does not know, he wants to squeeze out the energy of the body to an enjoy this matter. That is called modes of passion. And modes of ignorance, they have neither passion nor goodness in the most darkness of life. And modes of goodness is that in that position we can understand at least theoretically what I am. What is this world? What is God? What is our interrelation? This is the, I mean, stage of the modes of goodness. So, by hearing Krishna katha, you will be freed from the two stages of ignorance and passion. You will be situated in the modes of goodness. At least we'll have the real knowledge what I am. Because in the ignorance, just like animals, animals 
you see the animal's life is full of suffering. Ah. But still the animal does not know that he is in suffering. Take the case of a hog. Of course, here in your New York City, no hog is seen. But in village, in India, not only village, and sometimes in towns, we see the hog. Oh, how much miserable life there, living in a filthy place, eating stools, and all is unclean, and anyone sees hog and nasty. But he, the hog does not know that he is in nasty condition. He is very uh, jolly. <laughs> he is very jolly. Huh? The person who is in the upper status of life, he can see that, oh, this is very nasty life. Huh? The hog is very happy by eating stools and having sex intercourse with the sea hog. Uh, constantly, or say it is uh, getting fat. Getting uh, the hog gets very too soon; they become very fatty, because that spirit of mind is there, although the nasty enjoyment. Uh, then he'll understand what is happiness. So he'll be promoted to that stage of life. Goodness. Sannatang uh, sakata Krishna. Daily, as a routine, routine work, if you hear this Krishna katha, then the result will be that nastaprayasu avadreshu, when all this accumulation of dirty things in our heart accumulated for life after life, they will be cleared up. And as a matter of uh, evidence, you will see that you are not no more in ignorance and in passion, but you are situated in the uh, modes of goodness. Uh, then what is, uh, what is that position? Nah. Uh, then your mind will not be uh, attacked by the modes of ignorance and passion. You will be uh, steadily fixed up in the position of goodness. Oh. Then when you are in goodness, then what is your attitude? Prasanna manaso. You will find yourself joyful in every circumstances of life. You will never feel yourself morose. Ah, in the Bhagavad Gita you will find that is our Brahma Bhuta situation. Ah, the Vedas teaches us that you are not this matter. You are Brahma. Ahang Brahmasmi. Ah, Lord Sankaracharya. He preached this gospel uh, to the world that we are not this matter, we are Brahma, spirit soul. So that when that spiritual realization will be actually done, then your symptoms will change. What are those symptoms? Na Brahma Bhuta Prasannatmana Sochati Nakankati. When one is situated in his own spiritual consciousness, then he will have no hankering and no lamentation. Lamentation for loss or hankering for gain. Two things are going on in this material world. The things which we do not possess, we hanker after it. If I get these things, I'll be happy. If I get this, oh, I have no money. If I get ah, 100,000 million dollars, then I'll be happy. This is hanging. And when 100,000 million dollars you have got, somewhere or other it is lost, oh, you cry, oh, I am gone. Ah, so either for earning or 
we hanker, there is also a kind of distress. And when you suffer loss, there is distress. But if you are situated in Brahmabhuta avastha, you will be neither, neither distressed nor hankering. You will be in equilibrium. Jasmin sthite guru nāpidukhena nā vichālate. Even if you are situated in the midst of fiery tribulation, you will not be disturbed. That is the position. The evaṁ prasanna manaso bhagavad bhakti yogataha bhagavad tattva vijñānaṁ mukta saṅgasya jāyate. So bhagavad tattva vijñān, bhagavad tattva vijñān means the science of God. The science of God becomes perceivable by such person who is situated in the Brahma-bhūta, I mean the status. So from that Brahma-bhūta status we have to work, and that work is recommended here. Buddhi-yukta-jahātiya ubhe-sukrite-duskrite tasmāt yogāya-yujyasya yoga-karmasu-kausalam. So, so long we have got this material body. We have to work. We cannot stop working. That is not possible. But we have to adopt the tactics of yoga. So that even by doing ordinary work in which by destiny or by circumstances I am put into, oh, there is no harm. You will find in Bhagavad-gītā that even if you find in your own occupation, there is that, suppose I am occupied in some business in which I have to speak lie, without speaking lie my business cannot go on. Now suppose if that is the position. Now speaking lie is not very good thing, but if you think that your business is not very based on very uh, moral principle, so I should give up. Then Bhagavad Gita will find that don't give up. Even if you are put into such circumstances that your livelihood cannot go on without that unfair means, still you should not give it up. But you should try to make it purified. You should try to make it purified. How it is purified? Now, now you should not take the fruitive result of your work. That is meant for God. So here it is stated that that buddhi yukta jahatiya ubhe sukrita duskrita. Sukrita means uh, pious activities, and duskrita means impious activities. In the material platform we have two things, pious or impious. Pious and impious. Either you are doing some pious activities or you are doing some impious activities or we are doing mixed pious and impious. The Lord Krishna advises that if you act with intelligence or devotion of the Supreme. Intelligence means, what is that intelligence? That I am the part and parcel of the Supreme Consciousness, pure soul, I am not this body. This is called intelligence. If you identify yourself, I am American, I am Indian, I am this or that, then you are material plane. If you identify yourself that I am neither American nor Indian, eh, but I am pure consciousness, I am subordinate consciousness of the Supreme Consciousness, or in other words, I am servant of God. God is Supreme Consciousness, and I am subordinate. That, so for our present understanding, a subordinate means a servant. But don't carry out the idea of servant in relation to God. Yeah, nobody wants to be servant. Everyone wants to be master. 
because to become servant is very uh, not very uh, palatable thing. But to become servant of God is not exactly like this. Sometimes servant of God becomes the master of God. The real position of the living entity is the servant of God. But in Bhagavad Gita I see that the master Krishna has become the servant of Arjuna. Arjuna is sitting on the chariot and Krishna has accepted his drivership. He is not the servant of the owner of the chariot. So in spiritual relation we should not carry out the conception of this material relationship. Although the relationship are there, the whole relationship, as you have got experience in this world, the same relationship are there in the spiritual world. But that relationship is not contaminated with matter. Therefore they are pure and transcendental. Therefore they are of a different nature. As we become advanced in spiritual conception of life, then we can understand what is the actual position in spiritual transcendental life. So here the Lord instructs that buddhi-yukta. Buddhi-yukta means with the full consciousness that you are not this body. If we act in that way. Now if I am, I am not body, then I am consciousness. That is a fact. Now well, if we act on the consciousness platform, then we can overcome the fruitive result of good work or bad work. It is transcendental stage. It is transcendental stage. It is especially mentioned, buddhi yukta jahatiya sukrita duskrita. That means you are acting on others' account, on the supreme account. You are not liable for loss or gain. When there is gain, don't be puffed up. You should think that this gain is for Lord. And when there is loss, you should know that this is not my responsibility, it is God's work. He will see. Then you will be happy. That practice we have to do. Everything on account of the Supreme. That transcendental nature we have to develop. This is the trick of doing work in this present circumstances. As soon as we work on the platform of bodily consciousness, we become bound up by the reaction of my work. And as soon as I work on spiritual consciousness, I am not bound up either by sukriti or duskriti, either by pious activities or by, uh, I mean to say, vicious activities. That is the technique. Karmajang buddhi hi phalang takta manishina. Manishina, this word is very significant. <coughs> manishina means thoughtful, thoughtful. Manisha, Manisha means thought. Manishina, those who have got, those who are thoughtful, not trifle, those who are thoughtful. Unless one is thoughtful, one cannot understand that he is not this body. Then how, how you can do work for yourself? Now what is your position? Now I am consciousness. But what kind of consciousness? A subordinate consciousness. I am the part of the Supreme Consciousness. Then what will be your activities? My activities will be under the guidance of the Supreme Consciousness. Just like in an office, the managing director is the Supreme Consciousness. Just one example. Now everyone is working under him, under his direction. So. Anyone who is working under his direction, they have no responsibility. They have got simply to discharge duty, either pious or impious, never mind. In the military rank, the order of the captain, 
and the commander is there, the soldier has to execute it. Never mind whether it is pious, impious, it doesn't matter. Oh. He has to act simply. Then he becomes a, uh, I'm to say, real soldier. If he acts in that way, he gets remuneration, he gets reward, he gets title, he gets honor. Uh, he doesn't care. The commander asks him, just go and kill the enemy. He goes and kills, or he gets reward. But killing, do you mean to say by killing one gets reward? No. For the duty discharge. For the duty discharge. Similarly, here the whole position is that Krishna in instructing Arjuna, Krishna is the supreme consciousness. And Krishna has to discharge only uh, according to the order of this supreme consciousness. So my manishina, manishina means those who are thoughtful, uh, philosopher, those who are, can take up things by philosophical uh, conclusion that I am consciousness, I am the part and parcel of the supreme consciousness. Therefore my duty is uh, to act according to the Supreme Consciousness. Just like your hand is a part of your body, now it is moving according to my consciousness. The hand is not moving in its own way. Uh, as I want, let the hands be moved, my, let my legs be moved. Let my eye be opened and see. So I am dictating and these parts are working. Similarly, we are all parts and parts, parcel of the Supreme Consciousness. When we train ourselves to move and act in according to that Supreme Consciousness, then we become transcendental to all these pious or impious activities. That is the technique. The karmajang buddhi yukta hi phalang takta manishina. Manishina means thoughtful. Those who are thoughtful, those who have understood that I am the part and parcel of the Supreme Consciousness and let me act in that way, then what will be the result? Just see. Ah, the fine result. Janma bandha mukta padanga chantyanamayam. Then he becomes free from the bondage of birth and death. No more birth and death. Janma bandha. This is a this is a very strong subtle. You see? Janma. Janma mitu jarabadhi. The modern scientists, modern philosophers, they do not think about these four things. Janma, mittu, jarabhadi. Birth, death, disease and old age. They set, it, set them aside. Oh, let them, let, it, let them be happy. Let us enjoy this life. Hugs and dogs. This is not human life. Human life is meant to make a solution of this bondage, life, I mean birth, death, disease and old age. If the human civilization has not made a solution of these four things, oh, that is not human civilization. Human civilization is meant for making a, a complete solution of these things. So here in the Bhagavad-gītā, just see, how the Lord says, the karmajang buddhi yuktahi. Karmajang. Karmajang means whenever you act, there will be some reaction. If you act good things, there will be good reaction. If you act bad things, there will be bad reaction. But reaction, either good or bad, that is in higher sense all suffering. I have already explained to you another, uh, 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 some other day. That suppose by good action I get uh, good birth, good riches, 
uh, and good uh, features of the body, good education, all these things I get. But that does not mean uh, that I am free from the material pangs. The material pangs are janma mittu jarabhati, birth, death, old age, and diseases. Because you are rich man, because you are beautiful man, because you are uh, educated man, because you are born in an aristocratic family, that does not mean that you have avoided death, old age, and disease. So we shall not be concerned with pious activities or impious activities. We shall be concerned with transcendental activities that will save me from this bondage of birth, death, old age, and disease. That should be our aim of life. We should not be hankering after good or bad things, because everything here in higher consciousness, everything material. Now, take for example, suppose you are diseased, suffering from some disease, you are lying on the bed, and you are eating in that stage, you are passing your nature's call in that way, and taking bitter medicines, and always you have to keep by the nurses clean, otherwise there is some obnoxious smell. In such a condition you are lying, and some friends come to you and ask you, my dear such and such, how are you today feeling? Yes, I am today feeling well. What is this well? He is lying on the bed, he is passing his nature's course in that way, he is eating bitter medicine, and he cannot move, all these inconveniences, and he says that I am well. Similarly, in our material conception of life, if we think I am happy, that is foolishness. That is foolishness. There is no happiness in material life. It is impossible to get happiness. Then we do not know meaning of happiness. Therefore, this very word is used, manish, you know. We want to happy, uh, to become uh, by some uh, extraneous artificial means. And how long it will stand? It will not stand. It will again come back. Suppose by intoxication you feel happy. Oh, that is not your actual happiness. Suppose by chloroform, I am unconscious, I don't feel the pains of operation. Oh, that does not mean uh, that I am out of these pains and pleasures. This is artificial. Oh. So real, real pleasure, real life is here. As a commanded in Bhagavad-gītā by Sri Krishna, just see, hmm. Karmajang buddhijukutahi phalanataktā manishina. Manishina means the thoughtful. They give her the reaction of, uh, of work. Being situated in the platform of consciousness, and the result will be the janmabandam vinirmukta. This bondage of birth and death and disease and old age, he becomes free from that. Then the next life, padam gachanti anāmayam. Anāmayam. Anāmayam means where there is no death, no, I mean, the old age, no birth, no disease. That is possible. That is called vaikuntha. Vaikuntha. The Sanskrit word is vaikuntha. Vaikuntha means vigata kuntha. Kuntha means anxiety. Anxiety. Here, due to our material uh, contamination, we are always full of kuntha, anxiety. Ah, even a bird, when he's eating, he seems like this, this way, this way, this way. Somebody is coming or kill me. Ah, full of anxiety. We are also anxious. Ah, the politician is anxious. So long we are in contamination of this material body, we must be anxious. We must be anxious. There is a nice instruction by Prahlad Maharaj, a great devotee, a boy devotee. And, and he was from his boyhood, childhood, from 
his mother's womb he became a devotee by the grace of Narada Muni. That is history. Now, he, he was five years old boy, and his father was too much materialistic. And he wanted that his son should be great politician, economist, and so on and so on, just like the materialists want. But the boy is a devotee. The father did not like the idea. So one day he called his boy, my dear boy, come on. He came, small boy, sit down on my lap. All right, my dear boy, will you kindly tell me what you have learned, the best thing in your school? Yes, my dear father, I shall tell you. So he says like this, tatsādhumanne śrubhajya dīhinām sadā samudhvīgna dhyāma sadhgrahāt hityāatma-ghātam grihyanda-kūpam banangato yad-harīmāsraita. My dear father, he is addressing his father, oh, the best amongst the materialists. He is not afraid. His father was very powerful. And there is a story we shall narrate one day. Now today is I shortly I am giving some instance. So he says, My dear father, you are the greatest of the materialists. But to my opinion, that is the best thing. If people should give up this materialistic life and devote himself for searching out God, then he will be free from the anxieties which is due to him, due to his material connection. Just how see the nice. The hitya tasadumanne suravarja dikinam sadasamudvigna dhyam. Persons who are always full of anxieties. Why? Not due to their material connection. Asat. Asat means matter. Matter will not stay. However, you may chemically try to preserve it. It will not stay. Therefore, it matters. Another name is asat. And spirits, another name is sat. Sat means which exists. Asat means which does not exist. Antamatrimidhiha. We have already discussed that this body, this body is antabat. It has got end. But the consciousness or the spirit soul, it is not, it is endless. So the endless, I mean to say, ever existent soul being contaminated by this body is full of anxiety. So Pallad Maharaj thinks that in order to realize his self for self-realization, if he gives up all material engagement and takes to the path of self-realization, that is the best way of his life. And the father became angry. What nonsense he is taking. A five years old boy is talking of self-realization. I wanted to make him a great politician, economist. Now he is talking of this nonsense. And hityatma-bhātam grihanda-kūpam. He is describing that this family life is just like a dark well. If a man is put dark well, be engaged, be whatever you are, that doesn't matter. But act it on the platform of consciousness. And that platform, acting on the consciousness, is Lord Chaitanya has made very easy. Ah, just like there are some note-makers of school books, and easy study. So Lord Chaitanya has recommended that you may be engaged in whatever occupation that may be good or bad, we don't mind for that, but you must hear the Krishna Katha. You must continue to hear this Bhagavad-gītā. That is, for this we are trying to organize this institution. That you come, whatever you do, that doesn't matter. 
everything will be adjusted by and by. Because, as I described in the beginning, the sinnatang sarata krishna riddantas avadhrad, everything will be adjusted as our mind becomes clear, 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 simply by hearing, simply by hearing. So this process, this association of hearing about the Krishna katha, what Krishna is speaking and what is spoken about Krishna, if we continue uh, about the about this process and chanting the Krishna name, you will practically see how much your heart is becoming clearer and clearer and how much you are pro- making progress towards spiritual realization and real, real identity of pure consciousness. Thank you very much. Any question? Uh, if a, a good man who is uh, passed through the stages of being uh, ignorant and passionate, he's really a good man, uh, is walking down the street, let's say, in uh, Delhi or uh, Istanbul or any place, any city, and uh, he sees a very young man beating up on a very old man, just for no reason at all. It's just beating him up, beating him to death. And uh, the old man is sort of calling out for help, and there's few people standing around. And uh, as he approaches, he, he begins to get stirred by this scene. And uh, being a good man, he feels the whip on the other human being's back. Now, as a good man, should he uh, not take sides on uh, two people quarreling and accept it and just walk on even though he feels it, uh, some, something welling up there? Or should he give way to what would be a passionate uh, desire and try to interrupt and stop this uh, injustice, so to speak? The whole idea is that action, either in ignorance or passion or goodness, uh, we have discussed that point. That doesn't matter. That action should be done from the uh, spiritual consciousness platform. That's all. Then you transcend the reaction. Just like, for example, Arjun. Arjun's fighting. This fighting is on the modes of passion. Passion. Now, uh, when they, the, that work of passion. If he does, now Arjuna was thinking not to fight, not to fight because uh, he thought that uh, fighting with my brothers, with my relatives, is not good. So, so from material point of view, it is all right. From material point of view. But the thing is that in material point of view, if you do act, good work, you have to enjoy the reaction. That is the point. Ah. As I have already explained, that by your good work you get good birth, you get good wealth, you got, get good education, good features of body. But that is not the solution of your problem. Ah. Here the whole thing is that how to act. If we act from the material platform, even in the modes of goodness, that is also not solution of my life. But even in the spiritual, from the spiritual platform, if we act which apparently may seem to be acts of passion, that is not reactionary. That is not reactionary. Just like Arjuna. Arjuna, now the Lord says that you become free from the reaction of your activities. That is the proposition. Now, at the same time, he is inducing Arjuna to fight. The fighting is on the platform, on the modes of passion. Does it mean that simultaneously Krishna is inducing him to be entangled in the reaction of passion modes? No. That action even apparently appears to be act, being acted on the platform of passion, it is transcendent because it is direction of the Supreme Consciousness. 
So whole thing is that we have to, just like the same example can be cited, that a soldier is killing his enemy. And, and the soldier is rewarded. Oh, you have killed such a big enemy. You are rewarded. Do you mean to say by killing one is rewarded? But he is not acting on his own platform. He is acting on higher consciousness platform, higher order. So if a commander's order can give him immunity from the reaction of being hanged, why not God's command? That is the thing. So we have, we have to discriminate whether I am in the modes of ignorance or passion or goodness. No. We have simply to see whether I am acting under the direction of the Supreme Consciousness. That is the thing to be Then we are free. Then our life becomes free. That thing we have to learn. Yes. Yes, materially you are responsible. Because materially you are responsible for all acts, good or bad, that I have already expressed. So you may think that you have taken the responsibility of maintaining your brother, but at the same time you are responsible for all the reactions. For all the reactions out of that act. It may be bad or good, that doesn't matter. But our problem is not to be uh, infected with the reaction. If you think that bringing up your brother, it is actually it is good thing, you are doing good thing, that's all right. And you will have the good result of it. But that having that good result does not mean that you are free from the reaction. Now our problem is that we want to be free from the reaction. So long, the same answer is there, that the reaction of my good work, that I get good birth, I get good education, I get sufficient wealth, or I get good features of body, these things are goodness of this material world. But that does not make solution of the disease in which there are body, birth, death, old age, and um, disease. The whole problem is that we have to get out of this material existence. So uh, the, from the material point of view or platform, any act, good or bad, that will have material reaction. And we are we want to get out of this material reaction. That is our point of view. 